You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer joining you from our Grand Forks studios. Father Leffer, I just want to mention briefly that uh, we should give a special thank you, a shout-out to those who have been attending recent uh, um, banquets, uh, fundraising efforts for Real Presence Radio. You weren't able to join us, but we had a great event in Fargo on President's Day with Dr. Ray Gurendi and a room of uh, between 900 and 1,000 people joining us. So thanks to all of you who were able to participate in that event. I was sad. To miss it this year. I lo- I look forward to that every year, but I had a prior mm. commitment this year. So. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people talk about it as a, a Catholic family reunion because they yes. see friends of theirs that they probably don't see very often. And, and oftentimes, when you go there as a priest from the different assignments you've had, there's somebody right. from every assignment, and just it's like brings back this powerful absolutely. Yeah, and it, I'm glad that we're able to share that experience with our listeners as well. Of uh, what a blessing those events have been for us, and God willing, will continue to be. So we have with us on the line someone from our neighboring diocese just across the river here, the Diocese of Crookston, Sal DeLeo. Welcome to uh, Real Presence Live. Well, thank you, fathers, for having me. This is quite, a, quite an honor. Excellent. So we are going to uh, talk to you about a place that uh, you and your wife, Beth, uh, founded 20 years ago called St. Francis Lodge. Uh, tell us about this place. Okay, well, thank you for the opportunity. Um, we founded it, Father, actually in 1999, so this is actually our 21st anniversary coming up this May. Okay. Uh, on, a, on a small lake right by the headwaters of the Mississippi River, which is at Itasca right. State Park. Just east of Itasca. Yep. Be- beautiful area. And uh, it basically we founded it for, um, first of all, for nuns, for women who are fully vested nuns to have a place of peace and prayer where they can get away and kind of decompress from all the, you know, what the real world throws at everybody. And uh, we have a chapel on the grounds, grotto and everything, but a place where if they could pray, have no agenda, find their own time in peace in the middle of a beautiful, you know, deep woods setting on a beautiful undeveloped lake. Mm-hmm. And so we started for nuns, and then we added for women discerning to become nuns, and then, of course, we opened it up to priests and uh, young men who were contemplating religious life as well. Um, we did it because uh, of our gratitude to the Church. I mean, quite honestly, fathers, I was raised in an orphanage in Joliet, Illinois, from 8 until 14 by the Franciscan Sisters, and then we attended Boys Town in Nebraska, and so felt very indebted to the Catholic Church, came from a very dysfunctional family uh, of 12 children back in the 1954 I was born, and I'm uh, retired now. But uh, life has been good. The nuns have gave me faith and hard work ethic, uh, education, the priest did the same. Life has turned out good, and I had a wonderful woman, and I just felt like it was time to give back to the Church, the people who are serving, because I know how much challenge it is for them, and it's been unbelievable. The people who've come from all over the world stay with us, nuns, priests, and then we opened it up to people who had special needs, who lost wives or spouses, and it's been an absolute godsend for us. We certainly have received more than we've given. And when we read the journal notes in the what we call the bunkhouse or in the lodge itself on the campus about how much the priests have enjoyed their stay and the nuns have enjoyed their stay, and uh, that's where we get our, without a doubt, our, our uh, return on, on on what we've given. Yeah. So, so Sal, would, would you say it specifically? I mean that 
that specific motivation was just your connection to the Franciscan sisters. Is that, I mean, obviously why it's you, you are calling for the, those discerning to uh, religious life and, and, and take the name St. Francis? Without a doubt, I was very indebted to the nuns, and I wrote the memoir, Did I Ever Thank You, Sister, the same year. And it was all connected, so God has an amazing way when we find gratitude, how there comes another step, which is to give back, to pass it on, and then you're fully free. And so I wrote Did I Ever Thank You, Sister, in 1999, which, by the way, right now is being made into a major motion movie, and I'll have to talk to you about that sometime. We've got a tremendous producer down in... Louisiana, who was involved in the movie God Is Not Dead. She's a wonderful Christian woman. But anyway, I wrote the book as kind of a way to kind of, for me, to connect all the dots. And, find, and it just led to a, just a tremendous trans, transition for me from uh, to really understanding and recognizing when I put everything out on paper that, uh, boy, am I ever grateful and am I ever indebted to those nuns, what they gave me, obviously to God and the priests in the Catholic Church. So I'm a real proud Catholic. I, I, I have so much to say about the Catholic Church positive. I wouldn't be here today. I'd probably be dead or under a bridge or in jail if it wasn't for the Catholic Church. Well, for those who are just listening, we have a wonderful guest with us, Sal DeLeo, here on Real Presence Live. Uh, Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross joining you from the Grand Forks Studios and St. Francis Lodge, just to orient people, is located uh, near Lake George, Minnesota, uh, just to the northeast of uh, Park Rapids in a very beautiful area. So, so Sal, could you maybe open up that, that uh, bunkhouse journal a little bit for us and share some of the the feedback that you've received from those who've taken advantage of the St. Francis Lodge? It's actually outside, and <laughs> it's across the little campus, and it's snowing outside. I'm inside, but I... I oh, well, I, I'm, just, I'm saying from memory, you know, from memory, could you share oh, some, of, some of the things that have been told yeah, to you? no, no, thank you, Father. And we, we, have a, we actually have a guest book here in the, in the lodge as well. But typically, right. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. It's like from sisters and nuns, different orders that have come and said, thank you so much for allowing us to share your beautiful space. Uh, we had an opportunity to really, you know, enjoy nature and just the peace and the quiet of the environment uh, and the use of the facility. They have it to themselves, so they do what they want to do. Just allowed me to really, you know, or us to really refine and reset our compass. And that's pretty typical in, in, uh, in from the messages is they gave them a chance to rest. I lived with nuns and priests as a kid. I saw how hard they were. I realized how much they need a break, too, and so that's why we have no agenda. And that's the nice thing. There's a chapel, beautiful, blessed chapel, grotto, uh, stations of the cross outside on the grounds. They have a chance to pray and be with God, be alone, take some time out, kind of re, again, set their compass, like many of them have said. And that's je- that's been the general uh, messages that we get, is a, a gratitude for the opportunity to be here, and then they have a chance to rest and kind of, you know, renew themselves, because we all need that. Oh, I'm sure they appreciate that so much. And I'm just kind of interested in hearing about your personal witness uh, with you and, and your uh, bride and, and your family. What has it meant to you guys to um, see the way that this lodge has been serving the local church? Oh, boy, it's, uh, it's been phenomenal. You know, my kids were little when we started. Now I've got two adult, young, educated women that are you know successful business people, too. They always, they always knew this place is not as our cabin on the lake. It was St. Francis Lodge. And so when they got to be older, they used to say, Dad, is anybody using St. Francis Lodge? Because we want to know if we can come. So we would never look at it as our beautiful place on the lake. But that in itself says a lot. It became a family ministry. 
And it showed us it wasn't about things, it wasn't about anything but giving. And so it's really had an impact on the, driving the faith and growing the faith in our family. We now look at our family as a family that has a mission. So uh, that's been a beautiful gift. Again, that's what we've gotten. We've received more than we've given, there's just no doubt. Sal, could you um, just guide our listeners through, if they're inspired here, how, how do they contact you? How do they go about finding it or going online? Or how would somebody acquire some time in St. Francis Lodge? Sure. They can go to the website, and that's under www.stfrancislodge.org. www.stfrancislodge.org. They go to St. Francis Lodge, then they can get into there. They can look at the pictures, look at the grounds, look at, and there's con- a way to contact us uh, in the uh, on the actual website. And that's typically the way we're found is through referral or somebody that finds. So us when somebody comes, are they responsible for their own food and so forth, or, or how how, do, how would it work for somebody? Who <clears throat> that's all we ask them to do. We there's a lot. Everything they need is here, other than whatever they decide to eat or whatever type of beverages they might want. But they're, you know, the sheets are clean, everything. It's, if you would walk into a, a bed and breakfast, it would be that kind of scenario. But um, there's four bedrooms, three bathrooms, two kitchens, a bunkhouse, uh, grotto, a uh, chapel. We do we try to encourage it because it's not the, we're, we're actually we're trying to grow and buy more property. But we try to tell them to keep it to six to eight people, and it really gives everybody a lot of space and, and mm-hmm. some privacy. And they can usually they come with groups of people that they know, obviously. But every once in a blue moon, we'll get two sets of nuns from two different orders, and they're all used to communal living, so typically it's not a problem. But everything they need is here except for what they eat. And even then now, we put together a foundation. We give out scholarships. We give out travel scholarships for nuns that come from a long distance, Mm -hmm. and that need some money for airfare or whatever. And then we also give them stipulations for some ground transportation and even food. So we've even taken care of that, specifically for religious. Well, what a great uh, what a great privilege it's been, uh, Sal, to be able to visit with you and uh, to be able to share with our listeners this great treasure that's uh, not too far away, certainly not far away from us here in the Grand Cities. And just uh, as a reminder for our listeners, stfrancislodge.org is that website to connect with them. Uh, Sal DeLeo, thank you very much for spending time with us. Blessings to you and your continued ministry. Thank you, Fathers. God bless you and the network and uh, and all of us Catholics. Thank you very much. Well, coming up next after this break, we have our Prayerfully Yours segment, where we take a few moments to offer prayers for your specific intentions. Plus, it's our Gospel Reflection for the second Sunday of Lent. Stay with us. Real Presence Live will be right back after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 